hello and welcome to The Queer Experience. My name is Eric, ACD Pronouns, and today for a super fun special Valentine's Day episode, two days early, but still, uh, we're playing a very uh, sexy, romantic, fun game called I Want Your Bite, uh, which is a Bachelor-style uh, bachelor style reality show, tabletop RPG, but The Bachelor is a vampire. I believe the game is actually entitled, I Want Your Bite, subtitled, The Bachelor, if The Bachelor were a, were a vampire. The game is by Rue Dickey, and I'm super, super pumped to be playing this. I have assembled a uh, the elite all-star reality television crew here. That's what I'm going to call you all. Uh, I'm going to let you each go around and yourself tell me your name, your pronouns, um, and if you want to say anything else, go for it. Otherwise, that's that's plenty. And we'll start with returning guest, Nicole Mackey. Hello. Thank you. I'm Nicole. I use she, her pronouns. Uh, really stoked to be here for this. Did a little brushing up on my Bachelor Nation uh, vocab. Wrote some stuff down. I'm prepared. Hello, everyone. It's a pleasure to be here. Uh, my name is Kaiki, but you can, all can call me Kai. I am a Brazilian newcomer in here. I read a medicine that gave me an idea of my character, and I'm willing to win this competition and cure the vampire of a probable broken heart. Hi, I'm Candace, also known as Candace Magnificent. My pronouns are they, she, and I'm super stoked to play the eccentric. And I am Ghost. My pronouns are they, them. Uh, I'm very excited to be playing the Serene. I know nothing about The Bachelor. <laughs> and I am ready um, to fake it till I make it, having a completely cool keeping my calm, knowing nothing about what's going on. Great. And, and I know because people, this is a podcast and you can't see anything. My background right now is definitely the two vampires from Interview with the Vampire. And I just feel like that's an important detail. Uh, that everyone just pivotal. needs to know. Yes, Absolutely but the pivotal. ones the ones that are not closeted, the ones that are yes. Out in this the is the the updated <laughs> AMC version where they're just really fucking gay. Yes, and it's not weird homoerotic tension that never gets resolved. Yes, I would say that's vital, but they are both dead. <laughs> <laughs> and this is where we're going to be today. This is where we are, and this is where we're going to be. <laughs> this is the energy in the studio, and I love it. <laughs> um, all right, so let's go around. I know we kind of talked about our character some of a little bit. Uh, we'll go around again, same order, starting with Nicole. If you can tell me what kind of character you're playing, what is their name, and I'm going to put you all in the spot, which means that Ghost will get the most time to think about it. Give me a fun fact about your character. Oh, having the like, most Because, you know, like everyone comes on like a Bachelor style show and like, I love dog walking or <laughs> whatever their personality trait is. So name, uh, name, type, sorry, name, pronouns, archetype, fun fact. Hi, I'm the villain. Um, my name is Clidia which I saw on a TikTok today that delighted me. Um, <laughs> I'm an aspiring foot model. Um, I'm still looking for representation. So if you could just like, let me know if like that's something that you represent people for their feet. Um, my favorite color is aqua and um, I can fit an eggplant in my butt. 
don't ask me how I know that. Thank you. <laughs> uh, I'm assuming Clydia uses she, her pronouns. Yes, I'm sorry. Yeah, I use she, okay. her pronouns. Um, and the eggplant thing, it, it was research. Yeah. So um, thank you. And for something that is under NDA currently, but it might be revealed later in this game. Well, gotta say the game is already starting strong. So, hey y'all, my name is DJ Ace Tonina, and I am here in this lovely place to win some hearts. My my pronouns are he him. My favorite color color is neon. I would like to say it's a yellow, but it kind of keeps changing colors. I am not sure about that. By the way, a fun fact: I'm not colorblind. That's only the doctor's opinion, and I. I'm here for a single purpose. <laughs> that vampire's perfect for my new album. I want to call up. All right, Candace, Hello. what do you got for us? Hello, everyone. My name is Zelda Basildon. My pronouns are they, she. Uh, I, uh, I'm playing sort of an eccentric, but I don't know why someone would call me that. I'm perfectly normal. Uh, my favorite color is gray. And uh, fun fact about me, my top four special interests, doomsday prepping, vintage fashions, cats, and mortuary sciences. We're all just broke. We're broken. <laughs> I'm excited for this energy that everyone is bringing. This is amazing. All right, uh, Ghost, no pressure, but you just you have to do better than all of that. You have to go. Oh, this hard. isn't a competition, <laughs> except that it is. Except that it very much is. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't see this as a competition, more of an exploration of everyone's feelings that happens to have a cash prize. I am the Serene. My name is Sira. I am she, her pronouns. And my favorite color is uh, deep blue, like the ocean, because I am a diver, which means I can hold my breath for a very long time. All right. So let me, I'm going to make sure I got everyone's names and pronouns and such. Uh, so we have Zelda with they, she pronouns. We have Sira, she, her pronouns. We have, you said DJ Ace? Yes. <laughs> with he, him pronouns. And we have Clidia, which couldn't possibly be a shortened name for something else. It's, oh, if you want to shorten it, it's Clid for short. Of course it is. Um, <laughs> Clidia using she, her pronouns. Um, and because sorry, I- sorry, I just got that. That was on a delay. <laughs> Of course, that would be the name of the villain. Um, <laughs> and because I'm the guy, her. I'm because I'm the person running this bachelor style show. I'm going to say, based on intros, Zelda gets a point. Coming in strong. Thank you, darling. <laughs> I really appreciate. It. All right. So, the way that this game will work is we will have uh, up to four days of challenges. We, every day there'll be two different challenges. They might be solo challenges. They might be group challenges. We will do those. There will be some downtime in between where you can try and score a little one-on-one -on -one time with your bachelor vampire. Uh, during that, you can end up on a one-on-one -on -one date. And during that, if you impress the vampire, 
you can get more points. So the way points work, when we do challenges, if you roll your dice well enough, you get points. The better you roll the dice, then the better you do, like when you're, we're doing the challenge, the higher the number, the more points you get. Um, it kind of operates on uh, Power by the Apocalypse rules for like one to six is no points. Seven to nine is one point. Uh, 10 and I think it's 10 and above is two. And then there's some math I had to do if you all are in a group and are rolling dice, because then it's a collective roll totaling everything up. So you have to get higher numbers when there's more of you in a group together. Uh, at the end of a challenge, the end of the challenge, I, the vampire, will have three bonus points that I can award however I feel like awarding them. Uh, I can give three to one person. I can divvy them out. I can do whatever I want because it's my show and I'm a vampire. When we get to the final ceremony, based on, uh, you'll have a chance to do one last thing and then we'll award points. Whoever has the most points wins my heart and eternal damnation. So win-win all around, really. So to set the scene, so everyone has arrived. This is a big entrance style bachelor show. So the the you know the big uh opulent SUV limo is rolling up one by one, dropping off each of our respective candidates for for this challenge. Uh Clydia gets out. I feel like she probably trips a little on her way out, just a tiny bit, but recovers. Yeah, her her lucite platforms are huge. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then we, we get, we get DJ Ace who comes rolling up. I feel like the SUV is probably like bumping, right? Like the entire thing, like the base is so deep that it's just like the whole vehicle is rumbling and the windows on the, the, the castle are like even shaking a little bit. Yeah. Very, very over the top. Yeah. I take one of my amazing hoodies that's holographic out and i put another hoodie that's another type of holographic but a different color i put up my shades even through its night and i go inside the mansion and then we get zelda who the suv come like rolls up is this big opulent moment and then i just feel like the door kind of like slowly probably opens a bit and you just see their head like peek out what would i just wanted to, what zelda what would you see this giant castle mansion what's your impression i think the first thing that zelda thinks is well my future home it's perfect for me oh my god what can i do with all these rooms um anything anything at all is there a basement of course there is and as she exits they kind of glide to the front door should i describe go for it she's uh so they're they're very tall um, and if they weren't so willowy, they might be described as statuesque. Uh, they're very creaky sounding as they get out of this car. They're wearing little Victorian boots with spats on top. Um, and they're wearing, um, on the bottom, they have like these jodhpur riding pants with like the little saddlebags on the side. Um, and then they have a bustle on the back of that and then a waistcoat. Um, mm -hmm. All of it kind of mismatched in different kinds of brocade and kind of burnt velvet and things like that. Um, they have rings on every finger. They have a, like several large jangling necklaces around their neck and bracelets um, mm -hmm. on both arms. She wears a little monocle uh, on her left eye. 
and uh, they have kinky curly hair with a big bouffant in the front and the rest is kind of plain down her back. And uh, she has a very deeply tanned complexion with black features. And as she kind of walks inside, she just trips and absolutely eats it right in front of the door and then stands up. <laughs> you you can edit that in, in post, as they say, yes. You can, you can, I mean, you know, maybe it'll make me more charming if he knows I'm not perfect. <laughs> Hello, anyone? Can someone get my bags? And like a production team is like scrambling and grabbing everything and lets you into the front door with, where you where you see the other two contestants. And then the last SUV rolls up and out pops uh Sarah or Serene. Sarah, how do you how do you exit this SUV? Like the, she doesn't open the door, the door opens for her. Mm. Um, and when she steps out, it's this long, like floor length gown to the point where you can't even really tell if her feet are touching the ground, how smooth the glide is going inside. And she doesn't like have, it seems like a very simple, you know, like outfit definitely doesn't have pockets, non-functional, but it looks so good. Um, as she just like calmly like you can't even call it a walk just like escorts herself inside <laughs> amazing uh, so all of you gather inside you are in the foyer area of this large castle mansion uh, you have two giant staircases that go up to a big set of double doors at the top and you see it's just like lined with a bunch of servants they're all in like really nice tuxedos. No one's wearing like under, like no one's wearing like the white button down shirts. It's all just like the jackets, but nothing else underneath. Um, oh yeah, no, hey, uh, the, the vampires, this is, a, this is a, the sexy castle. Like they're raw dog in vests. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we might see That's a nipple. Look. Mm. How fitted are the slacks? Perfectly. Perfectly. <laughs> Oh, How yes. much is left to the imagination? Very little. Yeah, um, Ace goes to them, go like, yeah, I love your fit, man. You look amazing. And you, oh my God, girl, you look amazing. If it wasn't for the vampire daddy here, honey. If it wasn't for the vampire daddy here. And as he walks away. <laughs> so you all are there, you, the production kind of gathers you all and they're like, okay, now we need you to look up at the double doors. They're about to swing open. We need big reactions, big expressions. This is your moment. And even if, even if you don't really care for what he looks like, uh, you got to give it to it. You got to give us face. We need a lot of face. And you hear big trumpeting. The doors fly open. And this kind of like modest looking like not, you know, like maybe like a six or seven, like definitely like a four in New York, but like an eight in like the Midwest area <laughs> walks out. The trumpets keep going. And like, we'd like to present to you. Hank. <laughs> and you see him come to the, the front banister and he just looks down. And he's like, hi, everyone. <laughs> Welcome to my castle. My name is Hank, and this is all very normal. There is nothing weird about any of this. Anyway, 
it's time for your first challenge. Hooray. Oh, yeah. Yes, wonderful. Fantastic. Bring it on. Fantastic, yes. darling. Um, yay. All right, right, right. Top cup, right this way, right this way. And he escorts you. They, you, they all ask you up the giant stairs into what is a giant, massive ballroom. Large, long dining room table. There are seats pulled out kind of theater style on either side of this long dining room table. And there has been clearly a recently constructed stage at the front of the room. And Hank stands up and he goes, I have recently been watching this program called RuPaul's Drag Race. And I find it very enlightening about Americans and culture. And so in the style of RuPaul's Drag Race, we will have da, 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 a talent show. So contestants, please prepare your talents and we shall proceed. So your first challenge, each of you, this is, this is a solo challenge, so you'll each be rolling your die on your own. Uh, you will need to describe what your talent is that you're doing. If you have any skills that lend themselves to said talent, um, if it involves an eggplant, perhaps. I don't know if you have a skill set for that. Sounds like you might. <laughs> if the PA can find one or something. I mean, similar. isn't it? Isn't it? You just got a pull, right? It's still... Never mind. Oh, it's not in there currently. <laughs> you just assumed you had like an eggplant butt plug. You were just walking around. With. Oh, <laughs> do do we have any like poor underpaid or non-paid intern that can kind of carve a flared base into an eggplant for safety? For safety, <laughs> obviously. For safety, for safety. <laughs> for for legal issues, I think we need. <laughs> we all signed waivers. Yeah, That's there's true. a, a medical did. tent. <laughs> Everyone, as far as I know, in uh, one of these rooms. here, everyone said it's a prop, so no one's going to be hurt. <laughs> um, all right, so I'll let you if, if someone feels like they are ready to go first. Yeah, um, you may. DJ, uh, DJ just pops up in the, in the stage first. All right, so we got DJ Ace Ton uh, is it Tonita? Tonita, yeah, Tonita. So DJ Ace Tonita. You get up on the stage, production says, okay, you're going to stand here. Uh, Hank is sitting in a very large chair at like, basically like three feet away from the stage and everyone else is like a solid 20 feet behind him. Um, it's all very awkwardly laid out. And so he's just sitting very like smiling, looking at you. And he says, oh, this, I'm excited for the talents. I was told this will be a, a big success. Oh, so honey, what? You have no idea. Yeah. So tell tell us what you're doing. Yeah. So um, DJ does not need to help off the production. I'm here to impress. So of course I came ready. I took out from my pocket a little, very actually very little, DJ, uh, CD case. He puts it up, and he starts a improv rap in front of everyone and he's going to improve and show to this vampire how it's done specifically how it's done better with him than with anyone else 
-hmm. And I have a somewhat unusual, but it's an exciting talent. So it's one of my skills. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, go ahead. So you get to roll your 2d6. Yeah. And you'll get to add one for your skill. A plus two, no? Uh, or plus two, whatever your whatever it is on your on your sheets. Yeah. I get nine, eleven. First first crit roll of the night. Get the daddy fan. So <laughs> Hank is sitting there, and like this rap is is it is it flirty? Is it sexual? Is it like just selling your like what's what's the vibe of this rap? So yo, the vibe is completely improv, but I'm not going to, I'm not good at this, so I'm just going to describe it. So <laughs> DJ starts rapping about this whole place, how amazing it is, how this vampire is incredible, really hyping him up, making mm -hmm. him understand and feel his position is amazing. And by the end, he improvs and says, yeah, you know what? I'm also amazing. We should be together. Yeah. Hank is blown the fuck away. He's just sitting there fanning himself. Like fully verklempt. Um, <laughs> all right, so you get you get two points for that because you rolled so well. Uh all right. Um, who is going next? Zelda can go next. Amazing. So Zelda um has the skill knack for finding things. Uh, she wheels um, one of the many pieces of luggage uh, that they've brought with them, uh, arguably far too many for such a short stay. It is a mm -hmm. very small case that's black. It looks like it's made out of some kind of carbon fiber material. And she props it up on a table in front of her. She stands uh, right behind it. And they take out a My First Mortuary kit, a My First Mortician kit. Uh, and they set all of their jars and tubes and things like that up on top of it. And I'm going to use Knack for Finding Things to find some kind of creature that's living in this weird-ass mansion. Because, you know, there's got to be a possum or a raccoon or mm. mm -hmm. some kind of critter. Um, and never breaking eye contact the entire time with Hank, they proceed to make him a custom taxidermied figure in whatever pose he would prefer this creature to be in when it is done. So I imagine he would probably choose, I don't know, I don't want to assume what he would choose. Uh, yeah, so would you ask, would you say like, would you like, is that part of your your talent show being like, Hank, how would you like this? I think I, I think I think I start, I start the ritual and everything and I start doing my, my stuff and then I look at Hank and go, <laughs> so this should be custom because custom is how I feel about you. Tell me. What uh, what kind of pose would you like this creature in? I can do a high five, so you can high five it every time you come into your front entrance. I can do a peace sign. I can do something rather rude with a little finger in the middle up, maybe. Uh, anything, anything you like. You say, Hank looks up and goes, oh goodness, well, I do like the sound of a high five. I do like to start my day with a nice crisp high five from whomever I see first. So it would be really uh, neat if there was an animal to greet me because I feel like the staff don't love high-fiving every morning. 
maybe it's also because I'm hungry and I do eat whichever wait staff I see first after the high five. Surely that that's the in their contract, darling. When they when they begin working for you, I mean, they should they should expect nothing less from you. Honestly, I mean, a man's got to eat. And she like looks down and like zhuzhes the little possum's face into an even bigger smile than it already has and replaces its eyes with like little sparkling marble so it looks extra bright and shiny and puts its hand up in like a really flat high five uh, position. And um, the other hand is kind of doing like a peace sign, almost like a little anime guy. Uh, Amazing. And when she's, she's finished, they hand it over with like a little flourish and a bow and they like look up out of their monocled eye and non-monocled eye and blow a little kiss as they drop it off in front of Hank. So go ahead and give me your 2d6 dice roll and add your knack for finding things. That is a nine. A nine. Okay. So you thought it was a possum and you were selling it as a possum. It was a raccoon, but it was close enough. That Hank is like, I like, I like the little, um, the little band across its eyes because it makes it look like a bandit. And that's, it's so funny when they, they peek their heads up and it looks like they're wearing a little, a little mask. Good heavens. That's a trash panda. Excuse me. <laughs> Sorry. This, this old thing and taps the monocle like on the desk and puts it back on their eye. Ah, it's going. <laughs> All right, uh, Sierra or Clidia. Um, I kind of have a role that I have to do to see whether or not I even participate in this challenge in the first place. So you're welcome to go first. Go ahead and give us your role and see if you do it. Oh, okay. It's um, it's my flaw. Um, the uh, you'd rather relax and throw yourself into. You'd rather relax than throw yourself into these constant competitions. Every challenge, you must roll a d6. On a one, you do not participate and thus do not get any points. Um, but it does have the limitation that the flaw can only affect me once per day. Awesome. So go ahead and roll that, roll that d6. Okay, that's a two. So I am participating. You're still welcome to go first. Go. Oh. I'll go. Yeah, do it. Okay. Um, first, I just want to ask if you were able to find if any PAs were able to find um, some sort of eggplant or zucchini or gourd, but also were you able to find two? They bring out a table, like a, <gasps> a six foot folding table with an array of eggplants, gourds, zucchinis of all shapes and sizes. Okay, this is really exciting, Hank, because um so you know how it was for research the research is i was learning how to teach people to put this in their butt and i would like to teach you on stage as my talent if and you're goes, okay with that and goes oh oh goodness i would very much i would very much be interested in learning these skills i feel like i have done a good job in the past but i am always open to learning new things when you've lived as long as I have, every day is a new adventure. Oh, true. Well, be careful, because is how old is your butthole? Well, quick math would say carry the the four. That was that was twelve, twelve, and then 
Um, eight hundred years. Oh, mine's only twenty-four, so I don't know. Um, but that's fine. Yours is more experienced, so it should be easy. Okay, so follow me. And we go, <laughs> I, I take Hank's hand and we go up on stage and we each pick a, a vegetable. I'll go for the eggplant because that's uh, what I learned. Um, what are you picking, Hank? Uh, Hank looks down the line at all of them and picks the largest gourd or whatever, the largest object that is on the table. We'll say it's a gourd. Oh. Hank, you just went from a six to an eight for me. Also, I have some music queued up. I heard it's your favorite song while we do this. And then we hear um, the intro to Lisa Loeb's You Say. <laughs> I only hear what I want to. <laughs> hey, yo, DJ starts beatboxing to that. <laughs> oh <laughs> oh my god okay and then do uh, and then we just do it do i have to roll to see if it's a, if i show you how to do it successfully yeah so the role okay. is going to be how well do you teach hank to put a large gourd up his butt okay or if something goes wrong with his how his 800 year old <laughs> anus it's fine he doesn't eat food anymore so it's not like there's anything coming out of it these days oh i rolled a six no i rolled a five it's a five. Oh no, no you no. get zero you get zero points oh so did problem... i do it successfully no none of this is successful <laughs> it's a it's a... i would like to use my special ability steal the show oh! while she's failing in utilizing the vegetables, I'm going to impress him even more with the beatbox of the music. Because if that music is his favorite, now the music is mine. And now I'm his favorite. So <laughs> I have to roll command the conversation. I have a plus two on that. Okay. Yeah. And... Holy moly, I got an 11 with that is 13. <laughs> So I think what happens is, um, and and for any, we're gonna we're gonna have a moment of uh, gross butt stuff. So, you know, skip like thirty seconds ahead if you don't want to hear that. Uh, I think Clydia forgot to prepare herself this day on God's Sunday, and a lot of mess happened. Oh, and that really made Hank be like, "Oh, I don't." I wasn't able to observe because you were too caught up in trying to take care of yourself. Um, and then DJ Ace Tonita turns around and starts beatboxing and doing all this music. And you see Hank turn and is holding this massive gourd in his hand and just starts stroking it ever so slightly <laughs> and does not, does not uh, let go. Like he is staring and just stroking. Okay, can I ask a question? So yes. my special ability is to poach and it says once per day, you can attempt to steal credit for another candidate's success. When you fail a challenge, roll theft. On a success, the vampire sees that the candidate's result 
is your own and you swap scores. So like what just happened, I can now yeah. like be yeah. like, what happened if I failed? Yeah, roll, the, roll so your dice juicy. and okay. you can. Okay, it's a plus two also yep. for me. Okay. Oh my god. Yeah. We were rolling counter and above counter here. Listen, it didn't go well. It's a three plus a two. It's another five. Wait, do you get no you get to add your plus two, right? You had a plus two on that. Three plus oh, I two. did. Yeah. Wait, you're rolling two D6. Yeah. I and rolled a three, a two and a one, plus Put two those is dice five. in the trash. Oh, no. Ooh, yeah, you got, the, you got the dice jail those. I'm yeah. just sitting in my diarrhea. Uh, <laughs> like I meant to do this, and he yeah. wasn't even here. <laughs> well, my dress was white. Is there um a PA that can send this out for dry cleaning, or should I wash this in my bathtub? <laughs> and you see, like they like cart you off, and they're like, "We're gonna clean you up." Uh, production can't. The, the whole the whole set pauses while they have to like clean down the stage. They're disinfecting everything. You see, Hank like. Is still sitting with the the gourd though, and just like, just like running his finger over like the stem of it ever so gently. Talk about a sheet show, yo. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so magic of production uh, from a viewing standpoint, it looks like this took thirty seconds, um, and now, Sira, you are up with your talent. Okay, well, it feels both in and out of character, it feels a little bit cheapened by the fact that somebody already did some vocal talents, but it's fine because I'm just here for the romance. <laughs> At least you can't use the beat, or can you use the beatbox there to, to steal the show again, or is that like a once per? Yeah. Only once. Only once per day. Once per okay. day, okay, yeah. Well, at least, at least... You can't steal the show from me, which I don't know in character, so I'm probably a little bit nervous about that happening. <laughs> but, but who gets nervous? I'm very, I'm just serene. I don't get nervous. Um, but I, I would like to use my, coincidentally, with the diving, the very expert lung control, um, and start mm. singing an operatic. <laughs> Go ahead and and give us the role. Let's see how well you enrapture, Hank. Okay, so let's see. Is there what bonus? Is there a bonus to that? Uh, depends on what your your character sheet has, and if there's anything that. Okay. Uh. Okay, so is this? I would I would argue relaxing presence, like you're. Okay. Very welcoming, so you get to add the plus two. Okay, so that in total is a seven. Four. Okay, so you like you get through most of it. It sounds. Pretty good. Yeah. Um, the problem is that Hank has lived for 800 years and has seen almost every opera that he's ever had a chance to see. Has he seen the Fifth Element opera? <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, he, I mean, he's, he, he has a very large entertainment room. Oh, that's really uh, fair. And so he is, he's an avid consumer of all media. He has that's the time. Really yeah. And yeah. so he was like, it was it was good, but it was like if there was like a made-for-TV version of the uh -huh. Fifth Element movie. Uh -huh. You know, it's like if they took the movie and then made it into a musical and then made it into a musical movie. That's what I feel like I just watched. Oh my god, it wasn't, I mean girls to fight it? He's like, but except it wasn't starring Renee Rapp. That's really and that's where we kind of fell. Yeah. Mm. But I will okay. award you a point. Okay, does that... 
count as failing the challenge? No, it's success, okay. but just not as good. Okay. All right. Um, okay. All right. Yes. So that was challenge number one. And Hank is like applauding. He's like, bravo. He's cl clapping with the gourd still. So it's a bit of a, like a bigger awkward clap because he's like smacking the gourd. Um, almost like spanking a little bit. It's very, um, and then he kind of looks down. He's like, oh my. Puts it's the like, gourd dunk, down. Dunk, dunk, Cause it's like, <laughs> yeah. I love that beat, yo. <laughs> he looks over, he's like, I bet you would like that beat. And like, puts his ass out just a little bit. Like he's awkwardly flirting, but like, it's still awkward. And he says, all right. And on to the next challenge. Huzzah! And they like walk you all into a different, like out into this courtyard. And there is, there is a second stage set set up here. And I'm really excited to see how this works because I hadn't considered uh, DJ Ace Tonita's flaw of can't do group challenges. So this is going to be an adventure for him. And he goes, <laughs> So one thing that is very important to me is that you understand my my history and my culture as a vampire. And one thing that is really important to vampires are the kills that we've made. Because, you know, some of us have had, you know, some big ones. Like, I don't want to brag, um, but Hitler didn't kill himself. Just saying. Holy moly. He's like, I don't. But I, you know, I don't, I don't like to brag because that would be, uh, that'd be, that'd be over the top. And I'm not, I'm not that kind of person. He says, as standing in a large courtyard that is decked out and like everything is the biggest, bodiest, and ostentatious thing you could have. Then again, the wait staff everywhere is lined with like their no shirt vests. They're all raw, was raw dogging in their vests. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and he says, Nipples. so. I would like you to um to either from if if you know of vampires who have killed people or just you know take a stab um haha <laughs> stab <laughs> but I want you to do a dramatic uh reenactment of a vampire killing someone really famous and special so you're going to be in groups um I'm going to put um I'm going to put Zelda and Sierra together. I feel like that's a good energy and I like to see where that's going to go. And then Clidia, you're going to be with, with DJ Ace Tonita. Wait, oh, sorry. Hold on. Hold on one second. Um, what, what's, oh, DJ Ace doesn't, doesn't work in groups. Oh, he does. It's in his writer. He brought, he brought a writer, a contract. Did I sign that? I signed that. Okay. Well, I mean, if it's in the contract. Okay. So Clidia, you will be on a team of your own because DJ Ace Tonita is um, unwilling to participate with other people, which honestly, I get. Um, so you will have to each give a solo performance. Or, Lydia, I will give you the option if you would like to join Zelda and Sira for... By all means, join us. Um... Oh, wait, actually, Sira, why don't you roll your, your D6 and see if you are participating in this oh, challenge oh, wait. at all? That's so fair. <laughs> <laughs> okay, wait, hang on. Um, well, you know, it wouldn't it wouldn't be fair to have her 
performing on her own and we've already did one challenge today and I just I just feel like I need to take a step back and and relax and calm my mind so you two can perform together and Ace and myself will simply watch and marvel at you oh no DJ Ace Tornita will will be performing solo oh well then I will marvel at all of you Okay. Oh, wait. I'm, I'm sorry. Production is telling me that it's also in her contract that she can just simply not do a challenge. I just, I thought we hired better lawyers. Did we not? Okay. Well, <laughs> bring me whatever lawyer worked on this contract because uh, bring him for breakfast tomorrow. Yes, breakfast. I would like to be, I would like to high five him in the morning if you understand my drift. Yes. Okay. Anyway. Anyways, um, great. So Clydia and Zelda, you both will perform um, a famous vampire killing of your choosing, fictional or real. And DJ Ace Tonita, you will perform on your own the killing of a person of as if you are a vampire murdering an innocent human. Well, no one's innocent in 800 years. I've learned that lesson. Um, but anyways... Uh, Lydia and Zelda, because I feel like you two have each other to work off of, and it's more fair thematically to make you go first. <laughs> you will go first. Okay. Um, really quick, because I shat my dress. Um, We've cleaned so you up already. We've got you in oh, new oh, garments. I know, but I but it's just like basketball shorts and a shirt. Because I but I wanted to see if Zelda, if we could wear matching like riding pants. I think you said and like a bustle. Yes, I have, several, I have several extras. You just can't, you can't wear yours on the same side as me. You must have a right eye and I will have left. Yes, I um, really like this so much. And as you all are having this conversation, suddenly uh, the PA comes, one of the production staff comes running over and taps Hank on the shoulder and goes, oh, Hank, Hank, bonus points. And Hank goes, oh, right. I'm supposed to award bonus points at the end of a challenge, and I did not do that. Um, I will give one point to everyone except for Clydia because you shit on this competition. Fair. Uh, totally fair. All right. So, Zelda and Clydia, uh, how, however you would like the stage is yours and he would like to see a dramatic murder. Yes, well, do you do you have anything that you'd like to plan? Anything that you want to do that's your favorite scene? I have a few things I can offer, but I don't know what exactly he's going to want to see. Um, I just would like to be murdered. I'd like to be the murdered. No, oh, yes, okay. If Excuse that's okay me. with you. Hank, Hank, sweetheart, Thank lovely. Um, could you tell me, um, <laughs> does the victim, must they be human? I suppose not, as long as it's exciting. That's really the important part. I just want to feel the, uh, the blood, you know, pumping through me with like the, um, adrenaline. That's it. One shot. One shot. Yes. Not right. Of adrenaline. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yes. I think like they look at you and they're like, please just trust me. What you're going to do is you're going to make yourself very big, like a bear, 
and snarl a lot and really give a good performance like you're some sort of, um, well, vampire deity god sort of thing. Can you do that for me? I like it, yeah. Rawr, rawr, rawr. I'm a vampire deity. Rawr. <laughs> Zelda puts a little shade lens on top of their monocle and like tightens their little jacket around them. And I have parkour as a skill. Oh so my God. I'm going to like run up like the side of the wall and do a cool flip and come down and like attempt to behead you. Okay. Um, and land in a really cool pose. And then I like look at the PAs and like signal for fake blood. Mm -hmm. And I said, this was a selection from the age-old classic film Blade. Very versatile vampire. He does what he wants, and I like that. Amazing. So both of you roll your 2d6. Uh, and I have to scale, it's like scaled up a little bit. I think, Zelda, you get to add your parkour. And then, Clydia, if you have any skills that are... I... Brawling. Absolutely. Okay. Yes. Cool. Plus two. <laughs> A seven, eight, nine. Okay. Eleven. Nine and eleven. Nice. Uh, okay. Yeah. Um. So you all, so you do this. Zelda lands. A production person has a, a bag of, of corn syrup because they wouldn't want real blood because Hank would get too worked up, mm -hmm. obviously. <laughs> and they just splattered across both of you. Lydia goes down in this dramatic, like fake blood is somehow spurting off of her neck as she's screaming, writhing on the ground, trying to fight for her life. Uh, and Zelda is doing the Black Widow poser pose. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and Hank is on his feet, clapping. Just bravo, bravo. I am rest in peace, Deacon Frost. He's like, I am so erect right now. I mean, oh my goodness. <laughs> I'm so sorry. But it, it was, I think it was the corn syrup. I thought it was, I thought it was real. It can be next time. <laughs> Did you like uh, how I was dead? I love it when people are. It's oh, my cool. favorite way for people to be. Oh my god! And he like cool. kind of licks his finger a little bit. And he's like, "It's like he's trying to be sexy, but somehow after eight hundred years, he still hasn't figured out how to fully be sexy." <laughs> yeah. Mostly because when you have charming powers, you don't have to. You just like stare at someone, and they just are like, "I will do whatever you want." Ah, yes, I am awkward. <laughs> Fake it until you make it. Mm -hmm. yeah. uh, all right, DJ Ace Tonita, please describe. Your solo murder scene. So yeah, uh, I did my other two roles: command conversation and unusual exciting talent at a plus two. So I did not get a plus three yet, and okay. this plus three is going to be in making connections. Mm, okay, I'm going to use it. I'm going to the production and say, "Hey, I am doing this alone, but I'm used to have your take." biggest stage with the most lighting the most impressive stuff so let's make us a deal y'all be my production for a few minutes and when i win this thing i give y'all a race 
what do y'all say? And they're like, roll your dice and find out. Let's see. <laughs> I got a 13. My God. These it's, dice rolls. It's Google. <laughs> I think it'll, it'll, the karma will come, the karma of the dice always comes back around. Yeah. I'm, um, I'm dreading this moment. <laughs> so, yeah. So, production is like, all right, y'all listen. Like, it is, it's a weird challenge. We know it's a weird challenge. I know. I know. Okay. We'll make some big moments. We'll do some things. Um, do you, who, do you have like a, a person or a thing that your, your fake scene would involve the murder of? Yeah. I want a lawyer, yo. You did. You're doing a lawyer. No, I'm not a lawyer. I want close, close to the Hanks one. Hmm. You love it. So they they pull up the actual lawyer. They're like, it's him, and you like <laughs> fake murder him on stage as yeah. Hank. Yeah, exactly. And Hank is standing there, and he's just like, oh, oh, this is so good. Yeah. You know how it is. You said to fake the murder of one of the most beautiful, incredible historical figures. So history is not only backwards, it's also forwards. And I said, what's the best kill than the kill that this amazing vampire is going to give to this lover tomorrow morning? And when I say that, I raise the lover's arm and I give him a high five. Um. All right. So I'm gonna. Hang that was is just actually like, super sweet. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Hank is just standing there, and he's like, "Okay, so that was all very good." Um, Lydia, Zelda, and DJ Ace Tornita. Each of you got two points because you did so well. Um. Sarah, I just, you continue to baffle and elude me. And so I have to award you no points. Um, and then I have three bonus points to give out. And I will give them out to, oh goodness, one, two. Uh, well, the three of you that performed, you all did so well. Each of you gets a point. Um, because I almost gave Clydia two because this time she didn't shit herself. And that's growth. And in, I'm told in my earpiece that for production, uh, they really value a, a character arc. I don't fully know what that means in the context of this situation, but it seems like you are uh, up and coming and people will like you is what I'm hearing. So. I just got um, So man goes, all right. So he pulls out like a parchment, like an actual scroll. And he goes, I've been told these are the points so far. Um, uh, in last place at the end of day one is Sierra with two points. Uh, in third place, well, I guess sort of second place, but I'll explain that in a minute, is Clydia with three points. And then currently tied for first place is Zelda and DJ Ace Tonita. So good job, everybody. And now we will have just a little bit of downtime, a little bit of leisureness, as you will. And we're going to just uh, see where the evening takes us. And um, if someone could just make sure that the lawyer is. Yeah, if you want to just strap him down to the chair by my bedroom, I think he's in on he. 
DJ Isunita just said he was I was gonna eat him in the morning, so I don't want him to run away. I'd like to actually have my breakfast. Thank you. Great. Anyways, I'm so sorry you all had to see that. That's such a it's behind the scenes of reality television magic. So um, oh, is this ahead. where we can pull Hank for a chat? Cliddy was like, what's the minute that I can touch Hank and pull him away from everyone? Counts. This is it, right? This this is it, yes. Um, Hank, hi. Um, can I pull you for a second? Oh boy, I mean, yes, yes, you can. What are you pulling? Well, for right now, your hand over to this bench so we could have a one-on-one -on -one discussion. Oh, I like one-on-one -on -one discussions. They usually go well for me. Oh. People really like talking to me. Great. I would love to talk to you right now. Um, so I'm just like a little, I just wanted to like flag something for you because I don't know if everybody else is here for the right reasons. You hear the production shade button. Um, specifically, I think, you know, DJ Ace is a DJ and is like trying to get a career off this show. And so I just wanted to like make sure that like you, you be careful because I would really hate to see you get hurt. That's, that's very kind of you. I should let you know, um, in case you missed it in the contract details, um, I am a vampire. And so getting hurt really is more. Uh, theoretical than than a practical thing that happens. Um, I'm damned to eternal damnation, and I will burn in the the hellfires forever if someone were to stake me. But otherwise, I basically feel nothing, except how I feel for you. Oh. <laughs> That's really confusing, and my brain's trying to work out how that would work specifically, but. Um, okay, well, I just wanted to let you know, like, I really care for you, and, um, I don't want to gossip, but, um, I just think, like, I'm here for the right reasons, and probably nobody else is, so. And what, what, what reasons are you here for? Um, for love, and, like, being on this earth for eternity, and, like, vampire stuff. Yes. And the butt stuff. I hear and you really like stuff. that. And, and butt and penis and nipple stuff. Mm. And um, yeah, just like fun, like all, being up all night and all, never seeing a sunset or a sunrise because I don't care about that. I just like the dark and like touching each other and stuff. You're like, oh, well, that's good because... Really, the darkness is all we have once, you know, once I turn you and then, yeah. you know, you live basically in this castle unless it's nighttime and then you can go out places like that's how we see the opera because like it's at night. They have like the night performances. It's like yeah. I go and then like occasionally, like if I really like the person who's singing the solos, like I might like bring them back to the castle and then murder them, which does kind of ruin the rest of the opera for everyone else because like the soprano died. But oh. like they have understudies. So like it's yeah. it's probably fine. Yeah, I don't. Oh my god, we have so much in common because I don't care about other people either. Also, have you, you killed a soprano? They're the worst. Oh no, <laughs> not yet. Um, but I'd be open to it. Um, can I ask you one more question? What do your feet look like? 
and if I am, and if I'm eternal, will I have nice feet? Like, I feel like showing feet on a first date is probably a bit forward, and I wouldn't want to, you know, cross there. We got we. It's it's about um. What did the production say? Building trust and a relationship, and so my feet are very special because they're my feet. And I hear you can make a lot of money with people's feet on the on the internet. And so Yeah, you really can. Okay. Well we'll let's put a pin in this. Um, because I'm feeling really good about it. But also I just um yeah, I'm just like here for you and to do vampire stuff. So thank you for this chat. It's been really special. <laughs> and he's just like he just kind of like walks away and he's like <laughs> You see him like cut like the production has a camera on him. He goes, I feel like that was a very good conversation. I learned a lot about the other um, contestants, specifically about DJ Ace Tonita and how he might be here for his career. And I, I wonder if he understands that uh, you can't really have a career as a vampire. I mean, I guess as a DJ, he's working in nightclubs. So maybe I did see in this one really great film and I'm reminded because of Zelda, um, a club a club that like spurt blood down on all of the vampire. And it was really, um, it was sexual in a, in a violent way. And so I really like that. And I think there's a lot, there's a lot for me to consider, but I will award uh, Clydia a point for um, really highlighting the problems in the house and bringing them to my attention. I think she has really pure and good intentions and it comes back to, to Clydia and underneath it's like Clydia, the villain. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I want to ask you because I, one of my skills is gossiping. Yes. And I have a plus three on it. Does that, do I have to do anything for that? Actually, let's say, give me the, give me a roll and we'll see okay. if you get points get for, point. yeah. Okay. Okay. We'll treat it like a challenge. <gasps> okay. Well, I got a six plus a three. So a nine. Yeah, so you got your point. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yay. Okay. Well, Thank you. Um. So is any, anyone else? So, during downtime, I don't want it to come like break down into like every single person gets like a a thing with him. So it, I'm just gonna kind of act on like whoever goes first. Um, so does anyone else make a move on Hank? I do, but not on Hank. I oh yeah, I'm gonna utilize the connections I made with the production, so I can have that lawyer. Ball gagged, literally BDSM mm -hmm. style in his room with a bolo top and a little note written by me. Mm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, <laughs> go ahead, go ahead. I'll say, give me, give me the role for, uh, with your Making... plus connections. Right. Let me see. He's playing the long game here. So, uh, I am willing to accept my downfall later because I got a nine <laughs> with my plus three I got a 12 <laughs> if Hank hates me later I know that my game my start of the game was strong at least <laughs> so yeah so you like they they like production is like oh yeah no we can yeah no we can do that I mean we were just going to time to a chair but he, it does get kind of loud when they scream all night no I like the ball gag idea and then I do think that if we Hank really likes like the the silk, so I think if we put the silk around his neck, almost like 
just cutting off a little bit of air, but not all of it. Cause like we do want him to be like mostly alive when Hank gets to him. Um, yeah, no, we can. Yeah. 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 We'll, uh, we'll get that all, all squared away. Um, and I think thematically the way I want to do this is you hold, like make a note and hold on to this. And later you can tell Hank it was you to redeem, basically to get your points. Perfect. So. Zelda doesn't engage directly. Okay. Uh, they like lurk him. So like if the camera is like looking at him as he's in a confessional, like they like peek out behind like a corner and they're watching him. And then they just keep getting closer and closer and closer <laughs> until their confessional's <laughs> over. And I think they just sort of like, like throw their hair over one shoulder and show the side of their neck and just kind of like rub it a little bit. <laughs> and then like they show off all of their gold and not silver or cold steel jewelry mm, that's on mm -hmm. them. And they jingle a little bit and do like a little like like a little booby zhuzh, which like they have real tiny like Yzma boobies. So it's like really hard to see, but they're trying to be sexy. And then they sort of just like glide away mysteriously, like looking back over one shoulder. <laughs> And fade into the shadows until the next. Task. I just, I just need you to know when you said, "Isma boobies," Shea uh, <laughs> Coulee one time dressed up as Isma, <laughs> a fully nude Isma. Oh my god! <laughs> so we're gonna everyone's tuckered out. It's been a long day. Production ushers you off to bed. The next morning, you wake up. We're going to have two more challenges. Uh, the first one is will be a solo challenge. I think the way we'll do this mechanically is I'll have each of you just kind of quickly tell me what you're doing for it, and then we'll all roll at the same time to see how well it goes, because this one's funny to me. And then we have a group challenge, uh, which will end up having two to three groups again. Uh, and so we'll we'll kind of move a little bit through the... It won't be as big as some of these other ones, because otherwise I think we'll be here very long time going through all these which is not a bad thing and if you are listening and enjoying this it is absolutely a delightful game and you should spend all the time with it uh but so you all arrive you have uh breakfast which is spectacular it is like they they you know during the intake process of like getting all your information doing things like they ask you about your favorite foods yada yada so everyone rolls up and like your favorite literal meals are there ready for you um so whatever that is oh, like wonderful it's amazing pancakes. There's French toast. There's just everything in this big breakfast spread. And so as you're finishing up, you hear uh, Hank enters and he's like, oh, good morning. And he's like got a little bit of blood, like dripping down the side of his chin just a little bit. And he's like, oh, um, don't worry about that. It's fine. Um, I hope your breakfast is wonderful. I had the greatest breakfast of my own. Um, you know, it did throw some wrenches and some things I was working on legally, but I think in the long run, it's going to be for the best. And so, but now uh, it's time for your first challenge of the day. And I'm really excited about this one because I just think it's going to really highlight how well each of you um, cares for things in this world. And so we're going to go outside uh, to the barn and I've got a really special uh, day planned for you. And so you all arrive. There is a 
big barn with a big open pasture. Um, actually, I think, and it's all covered. It has to all be covered because otherwise he would die. So everything is covered outside. There's like a covered pathway for him to get to the barn. It's very elaborate. It looks very jarring because the uh, the castle is so old, but there's like these new extensions built on that keep him safe. And so you get out to this big open stable. It's like half covered in shade, half open in the in the sunlight. And there are four different animals running around. You see a goat, a chicken, a lamb, and a pony. And he says, so here's what you're going to do. Each of you is going to take one of these animals and you are going to care for them all afternoon. I want you to get them cleaned up. I want you to exercise them. I want you to really show me how you care for living, living things because they're important. And so um, I will give each of you, uh, Clidia, I feel like, uh, the goat is right for you. Oh, okay. DJ Ace Tonita, I'm going to give you the lamb. Um, Sierra, actually, Sierra, roll your dice. Yes. That's a five. We're good. So you're going to have this chicken. I think they're very Aww. delightful. Um, I think their name is Clucky, but I could be wrong. I don't know if they answer to anything. I don't know much about chickens. That's and right. Zelda, you're going to have to take care of this pony. Wait, um, I'm told it's a miniature. It's a miniature horse. It's not a pony. It's a miniature horse. And, and I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, Hank. Did you say exercise or exorcise? Um, I believe it's exercise with the E, not with the O. So you're going to have to um, run around and make sure that it burns off the um, the calories because it's it's um, it's it's bulking season or cutting season. It's one of the seasons of weight stuff. And so. Yeah, exercise. I don't think the miniature pony has any demons. I could be wrong. That's a shame. I did one time encounter a raven that was definitely possessed by a former lover. And that was very awkward because they tried pecking my eyes out. But I digress. Um, As as someone whose fiance works with horses on a literal daily basis, um, I think I can say that miniature horses do have devils in them, do Mm. have demons in them. They are possessed. Yeah. The smaller they are, the closer to hell they are. Mm. You you might actually need to exorcise the horse. I'm just saying. Um, good, good, good. So let's do, we'll do a quick round. Um, each of you tell me, actually, we'll do it this way because I think it will, everyone roll your dice and add um, whatever, if you have any skills that are applicable. Would my relaxing presence help with this, which is the one that I've chosen to have as a plus three? Yeah, I think for, you know, animal handling type things, that yeah. makes sense. Ooh. That's an 11. All right, so let's do it this way. So let's, we'll go around. You'll tell me what you, what's, oh, yep, Zelda. Zelda got a five. Oh, no. <laughs> Amazing. You so need to exorcise think- that horse. 
I, I, I feel like what probably happens is Zelda asks the question exercise versus exercise after they already have uh, the, the like the horse like strung up uh, and it's like draining into a bucket and they're like they have like blood on their hands like they're ready to like paint a pentagram on the ground and they're like wait a minute exercise um, I would like to use my special ability info dumping yeah surprisingly useful obscure information uh to impress hank that i knew how to do this ritual even though that was not asked of me okay basically your like your recovery method of not failing the challenge yes because i still get a point <laughs> yeah give me the dice roll <laughs> i could not have pictured a better person to pick the, this <laughs> archetype i every choice that you make just brings some light back into my soul. <laughs> it's the contrast uh, because the choices are so, so dark. I get a, <laughs> I get a plus three to this, this skill, uh, which is uh, a 14. Amazing. Oh. So I still get a point. <laughs> you get, do you just get the one or is it, I think, yeah, you just get, yeah, you get one. Yeah, I gain a bonus point in the challenge whether I succeed or not. And I did awesome. not succeed. Do you see Hank is like enraptured? He's like, I know I said to care for this animal, but you might have been right. Like I said, the raven one time did try pecking my eyes out. And I do think it might have been Abe. I can't confirm that because he was dead, but this miniature horse could have been somebody else. I have a pretty long list of dead people in my way. You can never be too careful, my love. <clears throat> uh, my lord, <clears throat> Mr. Hank, sir. <laughs> oh, you can just, Hank is fine. Other other titles will come later, you know, if I turn you and then you just have to refer to me um, as sir um, or daddy. your dad. You know, it depends on the day and what <laughs> roles we're fulfilling. Um, but I do like to get things spicy sometimes. So, you know, like if you called me father, that would really... Um, tickle me. Oh, father, <laughs> not daddy. I see like, where this is going. Because again, Hank is awkward as fuck, but when he's like, call me father, because he heard someone call daddy one time and he just assumed that they misspoke and they actually meant father because that's proper. Oh, I thought he was nothing. bringing religion into this. <laughs> um, all right. I see uh, that. <laughs> DJ Ace Tonita, what did you roll and tell me how, how that so... manifests with your animal? So I tried convincing this lamb to do a mixtape with me. <laughs> I would get the animal noises and I would <laughs> utilize the shearing machine to make a sound. And I rolled incredibly not well. I rolled a six. <laughs> nice. Karma has returned. Karma. But it is a new day, goddammit, so I can use my move again. <laughs> it's true. And let me try steal the show to at least get a point from this. Um, let's see, how did... Uh, Sira, how did you do? I think you said you got an 11? I got right, an 11. So, so tell me what it looks like. What are you, You're taking care of this chicken. Yes. So chickens are actually the spawn of the devil. They are descended from dinosaurs and they know it. Mm -hmm. I think the fact that this chicken not only did not attempt to kill me or succeed, 
but it did not even try to harm me is probably like seen as me earning its respect which is i don't think chickens have respect to give but it seems like it does yeah <laughs> and so i am just i'm feeding it it follows me around i do a little light jog like in a little circle to get it some exercise and we are just the best of friends by the end of it because my presence has simply calmed him down so much um that i think by the end i just present this chicken um to hank knowing full well that it'll probably be dinner tonight or tomorrow or at least the afternoon snack just as in here you go here's how well i've taken care of this i bequeath him to you now hank is just like oh thank you i um i'm glad he's doing well um, and you got him fattened up a little bit. He'd probably be a good dinner for you all later. I don't really, you know, with the chicken so much. Um, it's kind of this whole thing. It's got to be human. I mean, I, oh, well, I thought no, you read. I, I thought you read the contract and like it's a whole darling, human thing. Darling, I did, but I also know that chickens love attacking humans just as much. And I thought you mm. two could be friends. It is true. I have let the chicken loose on the on the staff before, and they weren't fans. Yes. It was one time it was an entire flock of them and it was it was chaos. Oh, but I'm um, sure that was marvelous. It got a little awkward when one of them dropped kick a chicken and I didn't really like that. And so, I mean, oh. yes, yes. Um, but yes, that was my intention of bequeathing the chicken back to you of having a companion in your human vigilance. Yeah. All right. So uh, that's the moment when Ace steered the show. <laughs> Um, I rolled a nine on the die, so with my command conversation, it goes to 11. And oh, no. As soon as Serena delivers this heartfelt message, um, DJ just passes through and says, she's good at taking care of live chicken. I'm good at taking care at undead cock, and I go away. <laughs> Zelda's like, <laughs> like Sarah. Sarah also looks impressed. I'm just like, okay, like respect. All <laughs> right, does a little like small clap. Like yes, you get Clidia's, it. Clidia's still tending to her goat. Yeah, what's what's what? How did it go for you? I rolled a ten. Amazing. I don't have like a plus or anything on this one. Um, so. Hank, um, I just want to let you know, I've been taking great care of your goat. Um, I've named him after my second favorite vampire of all time, Bill from True Blood. Mm. Um, and I taught him to do something for you. Bill, get, get over here, little goat. And little Bill comes over and, and just goes, Suki. You see Hank's just like, that is really good. I will have you know, I was very surprised when I realized that uh, Bill and Eric were not actually vampires in real life. I very truly, convincing. It, I thought it was a documentary. I got very confused one day. It was, it was in my rebellious time. I had done, um, 
I had done a marijuana. And so, yeah, yeah it was a whole, it was a marijuana. It was one, it was one marijuana. A single. A what single is that marijuana. Marijuana. Like, I just, I don't know if it did anything, but I definitely believed that they were real vampires. And I'm just, I'm really, I hope you weren't attached to the man who played Bill as a person because um, I, I high-fived him one morning and... Sorry to yeah. this man. <laughs> I really love how quickly the high five became a thing. Mm -hmm. It is just All a from Zelda. thing, right? <laughs> Sorry to this man. Sorry to this man. Um, okay. Uh, Hank looks around at everybody and he's like, okay, so in terms of the bonus points for this round, um, Zelda, I'm really sorry, but you're not eligible for any because you you kind of um, you kind of missed the brief of the assignment. Um, while I do, that's what I get for starting too soon. I understand. I, I, you, I jumped the gun. You really gotta you gotta wait for the instructions. I've learned that time and time again. It's you gotta wait for them to tell you like this is the one you're supposed to eat, and then you end up just like eating the clergy, and you didn't know, but yeah. they were delicious. It was it was divine, honestly, and so. <laughs> I can't award you any bonus points. And so I'm going to give um, two points to Sierra because I saw that you tried, but then um, DJ Ace just came in there and he just really, he just really tickled me with that cock. Like that was just, yeah. it was just Everyone a moment. Loves a tickled cock. It do, they do. They really do. But I appreciate yes. the, the earnestness and effort. Um, and then I'm going to award the other point. Um, to a person who really, really showed me who they were last night and they really had a good moment. And I think it showed that they really understand my culture because they named a goat after one of my favorite vampires of at least the 2000s. And that's important to me. So a point for Lydia. Thanks. Congratulations all around. Your exorcism really was lovely, Zelda. This okay, so the next the next challenge. Let me change this to... Oh wait, how many points did we each? Did we do the individual oh. ones for that? Or oh, sorry, I was keeping track of them. So the point breakdown for now, because uh, well, it w Sierra would have been at six, but her points were stolen out from underneath her. Oh wait, did that move mean that that you got my points? Yeah, Ace. No, oh, no, wait. I I, I only get one extra point in case I fail. Oh, it's, gotcha, gotcha. Okay. I, okay. I get the attention. I, I don't steal yours. Got <laughs> you it. Get your point. Got it. Okay. Okay. Cool. Read that. Okay. So it is, Hank pulls out the scroll, the big scroll. He's like, so before we go into the afternoon activity, um, it is currently in in uh, last place is Sierra with six points. But don't worry, Sierra. Do not lose hope because tied for second place is Zelda and Clydia, seven points each. So you're only a point apart. And then in the lead, by only one point, is DJ Ace Tunita with eight points. But it's still anyone's game. And now we're going to do the next one, and I'm going to do this in a way that's going to be a little, a little funny, because <laughs> I wanted to do something, and mechanically the game doesn't support it, and we're going to do it anyways, because it's funny. <laughs> 
uh, we're gonna do, and I what we're gonna do is I will go through this challenge with you all. Once it is done, you will get to roll your dice to see how well you do using bonus points you get from this challenge to add to your dice roll. You won't get to use other skills. Oh, oh, cool. Yes. So hit, Hank walks out, or they escort you into uh, kind of a what looks like maybe like a library den-ish kind of a space, and there are four desk chairs, like those old desks that have like the yeah. the like it's the chair with the desk like built into it on a bar, like you had in elementary school maybe. <laughs> and he says, "Okay, so here's the thing: as I've talked about before, like my culture and my history is so important to me, and I want to see how well you all know." your history so this is going to be a really fun game called hank's history history i was going to go for three h's but then i forgot that Aaron. i don't know a word no it's a tri it's hank's history trivia it would have been better if it was a but it's <laughs> trivia so it's hht which is not as sexy as triple h would have been but so how this will work i will ask a question and whichever of you chaotically blurts out the answer first, we'll get it. Okay. Question number one. What year did we land on the moon? 1969. That was that was DJ Ace Tonita. I will keep and I'll keep track of how many of these you get, and that will be your plus to the to the rolls. I am uh, an expert on the 69 year old. <laughs> <laughs> oh, please give him a bonus point for that. <laughs> He's already the lead. Calm down. <laughs> <laughs> he goes, okay, this was a big moment in history. And I really thought it was something special, um, mostly because of the death. What year was the Great Fire of London? 1829? I'll give you a hint. It has one of my favorite numbers in it. 1869. No. <laughs> Before that. 1769. No, wrong numbers. Wait, I, I have a question. Yes. You started the challenge by saying whoever chaotically looked up the, or chaotically spoke the right answer. Is looking it up okay? I have not set any parameters. 1666. <laughs> No, it's one six six six. Oh yeah, sixteen sixty six. I just said that. No, yes, you did. Um, I have dyslexia and an auditory processing disorder, and so oh. my brain. I was thinking six six six, and my brain only registered you saying two sixes. So I was like, no, and then I said it out, and I was like, wait, wait, yes. that's the same. <laughs> wait, did you just look that up? Yeah. Oh, okay. I feel like I thought of 666. I'm like, I'm just going to go for it. Uh... <laughs> oh my God, no, I had it looked up and then I was like, wait, I didn't ask if we could do that. So I wanted to ask and then I didn't say it fast enough because I didn't process that he had said yes fast enough to, yeah, it's, yeah, it's good. She's buffering. She's buffering. Yeah, <laughs> we're doing it. We're doing it. We're doing was, it. Okay. So I know religiously that's this one doesn't make sense for me because of the holiness and how i don't really do the crosses and the jesus and all of that kind of thing remind me at some point to talk to you about how it's so odd that it's only christianity that seems to have an impact on a vampire's being and not any other religion if you ever noticed that through all the history 
it's always well, there was a cross so much propaganda there was so much propaganda <laughs> it's, human the shapes, yo, reality. it's the shapes it's the shapes i just angles, need to say though. that out loud it's always been such an odd fascination to me i can walk into any other religious space and it's fine i can touch a star of david and that's fine but if i touch a cross ooh, my hand burns and that's i think the christians are up to something i don't want to say too much more <laughs> about my conspiracy theories of christianity but i just will say they're the only ones that seem to not understand that I only just want to eat a couple people here and there, and they should be okay with that. Have you seen what they did? They've done a lot. Anyways, who painted the mural of The Last Supper? Michelangelo. Da Vinci. Da Vinci is correct. Oh, yeah. Fuck. <laughs> but I appreciate your effort. I appreciate um, more than that. <laughs> all right he's like this is another one that's a little churchy but you know again i don't want to brag but like it might have been my fault when you know i, I was around sometimes i eat people anyways <laughs> who wrote the document known as the 95 theses that started the Protestant church. Martin Luther. Martin Luther. Martin Luther. <laughs> Sarah got it first. Oh yeah. <laughs> Very fast. All right. And one more because it's tied right now and I don't like a tie. So he goes, okay, I do really like a war because it just, it's easier for feeding purposes when there's a lot of people just, you know, of course, you know, whatever. So what year did the War of 1812 end? 1815. That's right. Yeah. Wait. I don't know. I'm seeing a sort of... That sounds like bullshit. You don't like the stories like that. <laughs> I'm on a very... I'm on a very reputable website called Thought Catalog. Two hundred and fifty plus history trivia. I was looking at history.com. Well, we're gonna go with thought catalog because Zelda <laughs> answered it first. <laughs> All right. So total points is it's a plus two for Zelda, it's a plus one for everybody else. So everyone give me your two D6 dice roll plus your numbers to see how well you did at history trivia. Ooh. I got 10 plus 1. Okay. 11. 10 plus 2. 12. All right. DJs. Gotta... Okay. Seven, 7 for Ghost. Yes. 10 plus 1. 11. 11. <laughs> All right. So everyone gets two points, except for Sierra, who gets one point. At least I got to participate. You did. Wait, we didn't roll for that one. You know, it's fine. Oh, okay. <laughs> it was not your decision. It's the end of the day. Um, and we'll do a point update before we go to bed to see if anyone had some one-on-one -on -one time. So I'm going to open it to people who didn't get one-on-one -on -one time last night. So I think that's Sierra and Zelda, because Zelda was just, while present, did not actually directly engage in any way other than just, I believe it was zhuzhing the boobies. Yes. yes. And showing off the neck. Yeah. Um, so would either of you like a, a you see Hank comes over and he's like, I I haven't gotten I uh I chatted with Clydia yesterday and she was very insightful. 
And DJ Ace Tanita mm -hmm. has been very um, forthcoming in his feelings about a number of things, including um, my genitals, which is. Yes. Um, he doesn't like genitals. Honestly, I'm not mad. I'm just, you know, I, I just, I guess I thought that this, everyone was going to be a little bit more, um, you know, formal. Here for the right reasons. I, I wasn't saying that, but you know, yeah. I've just, I've never watched a reality show and I just assume that everything is very kind and nice. Yes. Well, but anyways, I digress. To, <laughs> so would, would either of you uh, care for some, uh, well, let's, Sarah, I'm going to start with you since um, I've seen the scores and <laughs> honestly, you probably need this more than everyone else. Well, the thing is for me, it's not about scores. It's about a connection and I would love to spend time making a connection with you. Wonderful. And so like he takes you and you go walking through like the yards, which now you can go through more of them because it's the parts that are not covered. It's nighttime. Yeah. Cause it's nighttime. And there's yeah. like a big fountain. Was... Uh, when you get close to the fountain, you realize that the fountain is, it looks beautiful from a distance. And when you get up close to it, you realize it's, it's blood. Like all, it's not water in the fountain. It's just, it's blood. So I actually didn't see this in the packet is the, home running water and vampires thing true he's like oh no i just really like this for the aesthetic of it it really discourages people from trespassing if they come up and they see a fountain spurting blood everywhere <laughs> um because you know sometimes like people just wander in i and, can imagine and then they try offering you garlic and it's a whole thing and then i have to eat them and it's you know so like of sometimes course. i you know it doesn't keep vampire hunters away because they see the blood and they're definitely like oh Oh, I'm in the right There's place. There's a vampire yeah. here. Yes. But the weaker ones sometimes will turn around. You know, yeah. those Van Helsings, they, they're oh, mm, overblown. Yeah. Really. But anyways, how, how are, how are you enjoying your experience in this house? Are you, are you finding everything to your liking? Are you finding me to your liking? Oh, I'm having a lovely time and you're so thoughtful for asking. I really am finding you to my liking and I really hope, like I said, that we can build a connection. Although I absolutely understand we have a house full of lovely people and all four of us are can only hope to be deserving of your hand and your attention and your presence. That is so very kind. I know I wish, honestly... He kind of like looks around. He's like, I know the cameras are on me. They're probably going to edit this out. But if I could choose all four of you, I don't understand this, this whole monogamous relationship thing. I am over 800 yeah. years old, as we discussed earlier about my butthole. Yes, of it's, course. It's old. I've seen lots of permutations of different kinds of relationships. And I honestly think that we could have just a beautiful harem amongst all of us. But mm -hmm. I did sign the contract, and even though I ate the lawyer, it is still binding, and so... Well, per my understanding, the contract is only binding for the show. You do need to pick one of us at the end, but who's to say what happens after? You that did is... did need to eat that lawyer. He really wasn't good at his job. <laughs> he leans in, he's like, I do know that I could keep other people around, but there's a pretty good chance that I'm going to eat anybody who doesn't survive, who I don't choose to be with me forever. Cause well, I mean, have you seen the just... other contestants? They're just Zelda was showing off her neck the other day oh, and it was why? the veins on that were just pulsing. And my goodness, I could barely keep my eyes off of it. 
Well, what better way to be with you forever than to be mixed with your blood? Mm. But what about you? Why are you here? I'm looking for, like I said, a connection. I, I float through life, and it's one of the, the many things I do love about myself. However, I never find someone floating at the same speed as me, and it does get quite lonely. And I was hoping that we would, you know, with the, the long lifespan, <laughs> I was hoping that maybe I could speed up and find someone who could help slow down and we could meet in the middle and we'd have plenty of time to work it out. Uh, go ahead and give me a roll and you can add your making connections. Okay, let's see. Okay, is this... um? Would this be easy to talk to a relaxing presence? Um, I, I think you could go with, e I think easy to talk to you makes sense. Okay. Okay. That is a seven. All right. So successful. So you get a point. Um, and then he walks you back and he sees Zelda and he's just like, Oh, before, before we, before, like, I let him go, I just give it a little graceful curtsy and a kiss right on the knuckles. And you see him, he just kind of, like, he gives, like, a little bit of a smile. Um, it, you're, you can tell he's trying to be kind of charming, but it's just, like, uh, he's kind of, like, he does bear smile where it's, like, the, <laughs> yes, like, side, like, like the, the formality. Yeah, I it's, like, the, it's, like, the lips together and a little bit sideways. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It's, it's the gay bear smile. So he does that. Um, what's great is people listening will either, if they hear that, they will either immediately understand what I've just said, or they will be like, I, what the fuck podcast yeah, is this? Yeah, they'll have to, like, Google it. And this is, this is the queer experience. So, like, get on board. <laughs> Welcome. Welcome, Welcome to, to the, the queer, queer experience. experience. If you don't already know it, we're going to introduce you. <laughs> All right. So, That's Zelda. Very much queer experience. All right. Zelda uh, walks past, and they are still covered pretty much head to toe in pony blood. Mm. Um, and they make a very like serious kind of eye connection, not wanting mm -hmm. to interrupt the moment, but sort of like trailing along, like as though Hank should follow them uh, to their quarters. Uh, Hank does. Hank follows. Hank is intrigued. So I think like she puts um, a chair in the bathroom um, and motions to him to sit down. And they disrobe very slowly, peeling every layer off bit by bit. And they like unzip their little pouch of toiletries and they take out a little Bic razor that has like the single blade or like the double blade Bic razor, but like the mm -hmm. little cheap plastic one. Yeah. And they get into the clawfoot tub and just kind of gaze at him as like the bath water kind of turns into this like reddish stew that they're laying in. And then they stick one leg up and like lean it over the bathtub and look at him and hand him the razor and say, snack? Would you like a snack of any kind? Just a little taste just for you. It's self-care oh. night for me and for you, Hank. Enjoy yourself. Zelda is in it to win it. Important question, what color is the cheap plastic razor? It's an orange one. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm. Um, 
I love so, that Zelda might just end up getting eaten before the end of it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. They're a doomsday prepper. So um <laughs> go ahead and give me your roll. And if you have applicable skills for this. Um <laughs> You got a 12? Yes, I did. <laughs> so I think um, what you do. Or what happens, yeah. the way this plays out. So Zelda does that, and you see Hank just kind of lean forward a little bit and says, do it for me. Right and I just away. see Zelda like nicking themselves just a little bit on like the ankle. Yes. And Hank there's, like- there's, there's lots of ooh, ooch. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> and you see, you see Hank just like, uh, like the like super awkward, like, I don't know what I'm doing vibe of him kind of dissipates off and he goes just like a little bit feral <laughs> and he bites down on the ankle. He doesn't put the teeth in. You can feel them like grazing your leg just a little bit, but they're not breaking skin and his tongue just ever so gently goes over the little wound and then back over it again. And he kind of looks up at you and says, Mm. I will definitely be looking forward to more. Thank you. It's it's all the beets I eat. It makes the blood <laughs> sweet. All right. And uh, DJ Ace Tonita, do you want to reveal at some point this evening uh, your contributions to breakfast? Yes. And I believe as soon as Hank goes to retire in his quarters... Ace just goes up to him quickly and says, I have just one more tango to tell you this night. And he hands him. He kind of like leans in. He's like, and like, he's coming off of having just fed a little bit. So he's like, tell me more. I just lean in and I show him a little note. It's written. I hope you enjoyed your breakfast. I can promise you. He's so naughty. That was it, naughty. It's written also down below. I can promise you that is not the best suck of your life. <laughs> oh, I, we have done we have done some horny episodes <laughs> on this podcast. <laughs> But it's my I first time. Sorry. <laughs> what did you expect from a Valentine's Day? I know. I just listen. All right. So, Hank, at the end, he, as you all are gathered in the common room before heading to bed, he's like, "All right, I just want to give everyone a quick, um, important score update before we head into the final day of this reality television show experience." Um, so, still in last place, but still possibly could win it all if tomorrow goes differently is Sira um, in now a definitive third place is Clidia coming in a close second place is Zelda and he like looks over at Zelda and just does like a little like licking of his lips like hey and in first place with 12 points is DJ Ace Tonita um it was really, it was the, it, honestly, I think it was the ball gag on the lawyer that really just like pushed just right over the edge a little bit. Um, 
I like it when they've been squirming for a few hours before I get to feed on them. So anyways, everyone goes to bed. You wake up the next morning as you are standing outside of, or when you go to open your door, you have, um, you see uniforms. They are uh, like block colored. So like, uh, let's see. Well, we're gonna do this even, so DJ Ace Tonita, you open your door, there you see a pair of green, like gym shorts and matching green, like soccer or like football shirt. Um, Sira and Lydia, you open your doors and you see the same thing, but yours are purple. And Zelda, you open yours and you see the same thing, but it is a gray color. And there's a note that says, I hope you like balls. Please come outside. <laughs> um, I will put everything on, but I did just roll a one, so I will not be participating. <laughs> 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 Amazing. No. So you all walk downstairs, you go out to the to this like green space area that is again covered. Um and you see a large the the covering is over a large field. Yes. Um. Actually, can I make um a, a slight edit to that? And that um, Sarah was so relaxed when she went to sleep that she actually overslept and is mm. is still asleep. Amazing, <laughs> amazing. <laughs> um, so you go outside and you see uh there is constructed a large field. It's a perfect square, and on. All four sides, you see a row of balls, dodgeballs. Uh, you see a row that are uh, green. You see a row that are purple. You see a row that are gray. And then you see another row that is just like a mix of colors um, that the production whispers. So I'll be like, that's just there for aesthetic. But it's it was DJ Ace Tunita's rider that fucked everything up. And because he has to play alone, we had to do this whole thing. And it was supposed to be a group challenge. But Next time the lawyer will read things better. Anyways, everyone, please go to your respective corners um, and you are going to play dodgeball. Ooh. And so you all will roll. Uh, and I think what we'll do, the way I'm going to do this, again, I like fucking with mechanics of a game because I want to be complicated and difficult. Uh, <laughs> everyone will roll. Anyone who fails a roll will be out. And since only three of you are participating, first one out gets zero <laughs> points. Next one out gets one point. Winner gets two points. Okay. Uh, we will say right. that, and we'll we'll see what you all roll, and then I'll try and I'll figure out how we determine who who knocks somebody out. Probably um, like whoever had the higher success roll. I would definitely say I'm coming in guns blazing with my brawling plus two. Oh, absolutely. In dodgeball. Okay. Yeah. Want to make sure we're on the same page. Uh, so yeah, everyone, give me your your two d six rolls plus any skills. Oh. I have okay. an eight. Okay. Uh, what? Oh, what'd you get, Ace? Oh, I also rolled an eight. An eight. Okay, yep. Clitty an eight. Zelda an eight. Yep. All right. Whoa. So first. Oh my god. <laughs> that's wild. Six plus two. That's lost, baby. Let's go. <laughs> What it, I think what it looks like is all of you threw the balls at each other and you all caught them. 
<laughs> like a, like we're three people juggling or something. Yeah, like, it's like the Spider-Man like meme. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, right. Sarah's strolling Ooh. down with like a bathrobe and a cup of coffee. Like, oh, we're doing a challenge already. <laughs> <laughs> um, everyone give me your second roll. Okay. Right. Oh no. I rolled, I rolled a 10. A 10? Uh, three plus two is five. Five? Nine. Nine? All right. So, uh, DJ Ace Tonita whacks Clydia smack in the face. Oh. She takes a ball to the face and not the pleasant kind. <laughs> <laughs> I will be rolling to steal, by the way. Ooh. Oh, obviously. <laughs> okay. Obviously. All right, uh, Zelda and DJ Sunita, give me your rolls. I got an eight plus two is 10. 10? Ooh, I got a five. Ooh. Zelda pegs you right in the ass. Yeah, they do. Like that? <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm just <laughs> Yeah, <thinking>. they do. <laughs> yeah, they do. <laughs> And as an opportunistic as I am, I'm gonna roll to steal the show and show mm. my skills of taking up the ass to Hank. <laughs> <laughs> That's a valuable skill. Respect. I got a nine. Yeah. So you get your point. Uh, uh, I take it up the ass. Uh. I think it's. <laughs> I imagine it's like it's less that you took it. It's more so I think that when you like stuck your ass out and the ball hit it, it was like one of those moments where it's like the like the really nice ass in the gym shorts. Mm. And so it just like it like hit and bounced off and it was just like the perfect like jiggle motion on your ass. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. <laughs> like just like Get Hank it. looked over and almost missed the fact that it was Zelda that threw the ball because they were just it was the cheeks just gently clapping. <laughs> really got him. And and you know, instead of taking it up the ass, you are demonstrating that you can take a hit there. There you go. Exactly. <laughs> um, okay, Clydia, did you steal anything? Yeah, I want to roll. Okay, I'm wondering how to do this as a move, but um, I definitely failed a challenge, and I want to roll for theft to get Zelda's point or points. Yeah, uh, Zelda depending. got two. Okay, so I want to swap scores, so zero for two. <laughs> I don't know what this means in the game, but I'll roll. Yeah, and then you we'll roll it, it and we'll, we'll figure out what okay. happened. Oh, no. What'd you get? A three? No, oh, another three! Oh my god. No, I swapped them earlier, which is why I was doing good, but now I'm circling back. It's, no. it's, it's, it's swap the them out is, again. Is the dice. So, yeah, I need to swap them out again. So you see Clydia goes running out, and like, as the ball smacks off of DJ Ace's perfectly sculpted ass, <laughs> it hits Clydia just a little bit, and she does the football thing where she just like falls down. And it's like, oh my god, I was injured. <laughs> and she's oh, like, no. and everyone else is like, we we got that all on camera. Like it barely hit you. I got up. Like you're ow. you're fine. Hank, Hank, ow. <laughs> all right. And so the the final challenge of the night is going to be. The final challenge, uh, so you all get, uh, it, the sun sets, it is evening time, and Hank brings you all out into 
a large wooded area, a little forest off on the side of his his um, mansion and his property. And you see four of the wait staff. And they are looking a little anxious, a little <laughs> nervous. But they're all currently being, there's like, they're all, you see, kind of connected to what looks like a rope mechanism of some sort that if pulled, it looks like it would let them free and they could run into the woods. And Hank walks up and he says, your final, your final challenge is a, is an individual challenge because I really need to see your skills and make sure that I know that you have what it takes to be a vampire. And so these four people are and like, kind of for each of you, like for Clydia, he looks at you and points to like the one at the end, Zelda, the one next DJ Ace, the one next, and then Sierra, the one at the, at the other end. So you'll have like a specific person. He says, I am going to let them go. You will have 30 seconds and then it is your task um, to just murder them. Just hunt them down like the, the dogs that they are. And and then if you do that the best, then you will get the most points. And he so he looks at you all and he says, um, I assume you understand these rules are pretty straightforward. This is easier than trivia. Um, you're just gonna, uh, chase them down and, um, bring them back to me. Um, not alive. So, all right, go. And they pull the rope, the, the kind of mechanism that was in place, holding them there releases these four people scatter into the woods. So I want each of you will go around. I want each of you to tell me how your character would try to chase these people, your person down and murder them. And then we'll roll dice to see how everyone does. Yeah. Sierra. I I'm actually not chasing anyone. I'm simply going to use my relaxive, my relaxing presence to say, no, no, you're okay. It's okay. I'll talk to him. You'll be fine. Just stay here. It's okay. Okay. And then, like, is the plan, like, you'll lull them into a false sense of calm and then yeah, murder and then them? Just... Perfect. Yeah. Uh, Zelda, I have, you... I have, like, a backpack of, of things. I can just pull a knife out. Just, you yeah. don't know where I was keeping it, but it's there. <laughs> um, all right, Zelda, what are you doing to chase your person down? What does this look like? Uh, Zelda has, um, like, lifts up their basketball short, uh, and you see, like, band-aids stuck all over their legs. And they have a little garter like a thigh garter and they pull out of it the same knife that they used on the pony. Mm. And the second that they like, they go free, they just like, they're, they're pretty fast. They practice parkour. So they run pretty fast. Mm -hmm. And I would use my special, uh, my special interests, my, my surprisingly useful, obscure information um, to locate the jugular in one swift motion to bleed them as quickly as possible. Either the jugular or the femoral artery. One of those two. Yeah. Yeah, obviously you want to go for the big ones, right? Like, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, DJ Tanita, what is it? What does your chasing down of your person look like? So I was already talking with the production, making connections, and I'm gonna use that. I'm gonna look at the production, kind of like y'all know what this is, and I'm gonna run to the guy, and if they help me, 
they'll help me. If not, I'm going to be become an ape. Bit. Take a big <laughs> rock and do the service myself. You know, I am yeah. a DJ, but I also do other styles like rock. Ooh. <laughs> like, oh, no. like, oh, my God, I just got that. <laughs> All right. Lydia, what do you got? Um, I um, because I am super competitive, I like immediately rip off my heels and just start running. Mm -hmm. And um, because I'm also an asshole, I stole out of Zelda's toiletry bag their razor that they used to mm. um, cut themselves for Hank, <laughs> for Hank's feeding snack taste. Um, and that's what I'll use when I find my person and like slit their throat, I guess. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Um, all right, everyone give me your your dice rolls. Right. I stole my item so I can use my skill as a plus two. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I rolled my making contacts. I have a plus three on that. So yep. I rolled a total of nine. Okay. Nine. I rolled an eight. Nine. Eight. Zelda? I rolled a five plus three for using surprisingly useful obscure information. And then I also used, if it's okay, I would like to use info dumping for this third day of hijinks, which means I get an extra bonus point. Yeah. So I think you have what to a nine? Yes. Yeah. Awesome. All right. So everyone is. Wait. No, doesn't that mean you get an eight? And then in addition to whatever points you get, you, get you add a, one to those one. points. So it's like the eight would oh. result in getting one point, And then I see. Because and then I get the other move, it would be two oh, points. Nice. Because yeah. I don't it. think it's meant to be used in combination with a move. So oh, it's not it. like a plus one. I see. Okay. Oh yeah, yeah. you get it. You would get a yeah. bonus point in the challenge, so you would get instead of one point, you'll get two points. Cool. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Don't try and short yourself. Um. All right. So everyone gets <laughs> everyone gets one point except for Zelda, who gets two points. Yay. Um. <gasps> so, the way that this plays out for everyone is, I think you. So you all were able to like mostly do it and i think each of you comes back dragging a semi-lifeless corpse <laughs> they're like mostly dead you i didn't of... need to drag he was right here i just kind of got him in the heart minimal bleeding still plenty to eat <laughs> yeah it's but like that and that one that one is very like um matthew lillard in scream when he's like i feel yeah. a little woozy here <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you hear someone else go like i'm not quite dead yet like he'll be dead in a minute I'm not dead yet. When you do this, when you bring these four back, you see like, and they're they're like bleeding out. They're still alive. You this this weird pretense of being in this like awkward like romantic nerd, like drops from Hank, and suddenly like his like his face looks clearer, his eyes look brighter, like his he's like his muscles almost look like they they just bulge out just a little bit more. And he just goes apeshit and he's ripping each of their throats out. He is drinking and feeding and there is blood everywhere. When he stands yes, back baby. up, like he almost looks a little bit like a different person and definitely looks like. Potter? Yeah. Potter. Like Potter, every, everyone is turned on right now. Like this yeah. is. Mark like, me down as scared and horny. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't even tell you what that's from, but I've I've all of my friends quote it all of the time, and now I've just started saying it. 
It applies. It applies. It applies. I feel like we're all, I feel like we can all be marked down as a little scared and a lot of horny. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm scared Mm -hmm. at how horny I am. Exactly. (laughs) All right. So, and he, like, he immediately, like, kind of looks down. He's like, ah, fuck it. I was just playing a fun bit. It was really fun being really fucking awkward. Um, Hi, I'm still Hank. Um, but I signed this whole thing with production that I was supposed to be this like lovable nerd. It was going to be a whole thing. You were going <laughs> to fall in love with the person that I was and not the looks that I have. Um, but I'm smoking hot. I have been this whole time. You are. You are. Yes. What? Just so, removes his glasses. Yeah, it removes the glasses. It's a full Clark Kent, Spider-Man. Oh my uh, God. In the, in the background, you hear this is me from The Greatest Showman playing. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. Great choice of music you. Yes. <laughs> and so he just goes, he's like, all right. I mean, cards are on the table now. We've got scores. It's the final ceremony. And everyone gets one last chance to impress me however you think you can impress me. And then we'll find out who the winner is. So, Lydia. Did you say Clidia or Lydia? <laughs> I said my Clidia. Yeah, oh, that's what I thought. My Clidia. Call me Clid. He starts saying it. I can't do it right, but he starts doing it in the my neck, my back <laughs> rhythm. He's like my Clidia. My Clidia. Again, I can't get the rhythm of the wording right, but you know what I'm going for. <laughs> well, it's too many syllables. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. That's why my you have clid. to call me my clid. Yeah. That's why. Um. What do I do to woo? To yeah. like okay. Basically, you get a ch- you get one last chance in whatever yeah. way you'd like to one last roll to score some points. Um. I. Wow. First of all, I love this new Hank, and I don't feel duped at all. I just want you to know that our connection's even stronger now that you're hotter. And um, I just want to ask you one thing. I know you're probably already full and everything, and I don't really want you to feed off me yet. I mean, let's save that for fantasy suites. But I was wondering if you would glamour me. Like, would you be willing to glamour me? He's like, he says yes, or yes. And the role will be how well you do you describe what it is you want to look like to see if you become that much more attractive to him. Like you're oh. trying to are you trying to say like you want to look hot, like that you want to be different or hotter, or what do you what is your glamour oh, aspirations? I, I want um I want him to glamour me and tell me all the things that he wants us to do to each other in the fantasy suites. Okay. So and, you're going to, oh, yeah. Like put you under his thrall. Yeah. Oh, like yeah. put me so under his thrall. You said glamour, oh, you said glamour okay. and I thought like, yeah, like change visual. face. Oh no, like, no. Like, um, like okay. I want him to mind control me. Okay. I'm going <laughs> to have you, I'm going to have you roll to see how convincing you are to have him do this to you. Okay. How appealing it is yeah. for him to do it. Where he's like, wait, I asked for you to do something. Why am I doing work? And these are roles with no pluses, what? Well, ultimately, you won't have to. This is a long That's con. That's really fair. This is a long con. 
I got a seven. Okay. So he's he you get a you get a point. Okay. And he's like, he's like, all right. And he like does this whole glit, like he like looks at you. You guys lock eyes for for what you feels like an eternity. Everyone else, it's like seven seconds. Yeah. Seven seconds and- is a long time for eye contact, though. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> Lydia, I want you to know that the unholy things that he wants to do to you, like just ravage your brain. You can't get any of these images out of your head. It is, it is like, (laughs) it's like Hellraiser level of like, (laughs) he's, he is a fucked up human being. (laughs) He's not a human anymore. (laughs) Right. He's a fucked up vampire. He walks that that line of like pain and pleasure and pleasure and pain. I feel like he was fucked up when he was a human being and it just got like escalated exponentially by being a vampire. And like, you get glimpses of like, like he has like what, it's a sex dungeon, but like it's like levels underneath this castle. Like there's at okay. least three full floors that there's people down there right now. Like there's there's things happening in his absence. Um, well, it's a lot of glamour of of folks <laughs> and like getting everyone to be like, oh, like no, like well, while I'm gone, I want you to take the gourd. I learned about a gourd yesterday. I want you to do that on them. I taught you that. Yeah, I taught you that. So that was your okay. last ditch effort was like, I'll be your sex slave, I think is what you just did. Yeah. yeah. And I and I also want to say as I'm leaving to go back, you know, so someone else could have their turn. I just want to go. Thank you so much for sharing that with me and being vulnerable. Um, I really feel like. Yeah, we have a strong connection and I'll see you later. <laughs> um, and, and he looks down, he goes. All right, DJ Ace Tunita. So you I have go one, up, one last chance. So I go up to him and say, you know, I'm going to level with you, Hank. Everyone here is here about you. They are here about what you can do to them. I'm here for about we can be together. I have connections, my friend. I can give you something that none of them can give. Something new. I can give you my friend. And I hope that this friend is only temporary. A new experience. You live daytown ideas, but my area, becoming a DJ that does very well at night, I might add, is brand new. So what do you say? Can I take you in an adventure? Something that you haven't seen in 800 years? For how many years more you want? A new future. All right, give me your give me your sexy dice roll. All right. <laughs> um, I have two moves that I can use. I have making con- connections and conducing the conversation. Which one would be apply? <laughs> Command uh, the conversation. I think the conversation one. The conversation because you because you've made all the connections already. like you've been all right you got production wrapped around your finger at this point all right let's do this row and i got a nine all right so he, you see he's kind of like like i mean to be fair i haven't tried a dj before and there are possibilities here a nightclub is very lucrative for someone like myself. I will consider your proposal. Thank you. 
Oh, I mean kinky. He turns and he goes, Zelda, I know somewhat what you can offer me already. (laughs) And you see him like lick just a little bit of the corner of his mouth. He's like, but what else you got? Is he still covered in all of the blood from drinking? Absolutely. So Zelda enjoys vintage fashions as one of the four things that they love and are interested in Mm -hmm. and their special interests. And they disrobe from their basketball outfit and underneath they're wearing whatever kind of body jewelry or like uh, lingerie of the time when he was like a young person, like the time when he was coming up. Gotcha. Um, So basically kind of like a Victorian romper underneath, right? Like kind of that. Like, yeah. yeah. But like they make it like a little sluttier, you know? Okay. They have have like some buttons undone. And (laughs) they, they, they stride over like holding eye contact and like look at like look up into his face or down into his face. I'm not sure how tall he is. And they lick all the blood like off of his face. And then kiss him passionately. Amazing. Give me that role. Can I add my special interest? Yeah, you can. Six, seven, eight, nine. Twelve. Amazing. Um, He is... He's, again, he's fully erect. Like, he's just, like, as you're, like, up against him, like, you can feel it against you like blood's pumping and it's all going one one way right now she purrs and does like little cat ears and then like saunters back in line and just holds eye contact staring creepily like (laughs) rubbing the blood off of their monocle um all right (laughs) uh sira you're up he looks at you and says and last but not least by any means. Well, I, I think by the literal means, I, I do believe I'm in last place for the points. But. <laughs> the points are I, just numbers. Exactly. I, I want to go back to what we talked about last night. You have four amazing people here. And I know that you said that you would probably eat the rest of us that weren't chosen. But consider, and I'm going to start gesturing to the whole production crew, you have such a feast here already. And who cares about contracts if there's no one here to have witnessed it? I'm basically saying, let's start a polycule. You can eat the evidence. Eat the crew. <laughs> like that, yes, that's how we get in a season two. The season one won't wet won't air. <laughs> so like, oh yeah, we just need to hire a new crew and then we get a season one. Um all right, give me give me your roll. All right, I'm rolling with my I'm rolling with my lovely little shrimp dice. Nice. Aww. Shout out to Susanna from Thornvale. Yeah, see, because we can all just be the brides in the basement when season exactly. two begins. They just yes. start all over again and new yes. people come, but they're just snacks for all of us. Yes. <laughs> see? Oh. We're on the same level. All right. Make what's your role? Dungeon to a club, yo. 
can I use my um um my relaxing presence or would this be like the easy to talk to what would this be um I think you could choose whichever one makes sense for you I think I would- relaxing presence because it would help like kind of put him in a good state of mind to bend yeah. or break the rules all right what'd you get so that brings it to an eight okay so you see him like consider the possibilities for a moment and he's like it's tempting very tempting what is holding you back because I want a season two and everyone here is filming all of this and I think there's live feeds somewhere I don't know the technology these days so it's a lot more witnesses than just the people in this room but I appreciate the spunk and the vigor unfortunately you were in last place so we will be taking you down to the dungeon and you will experience the greatest torments of your entire life and you will die at the end of all but you and will have I will lived. have an amazing time doing so. And then he, he kind of like walks up and down the line. He's like, but one of you beat out the rest by just an inch. And it's always an inch that makes the difference, really. <laughs> and he like keeps walking back and forth. He like walks past Clydia as if like maybe she has a chance but he kind of looks at her and he's like I'm gonna level with you after you shit yourself it was kind of over for me why am I always the one that gets hurt he's like you should probably seek therapy I'm 800 years old I uh, I could recommend a few people but you you need more help than I think I'm sure there's a therapist in the sex dungeon But but also I'm gonna enjoy all the torture and stuff because you glamored me. I think I'm into yeah. it. Yeah. So I'll go out happy. And then That's he kind of like he kind of walks just back and forth holding uh, a dead rose between DJ Ace Tonita and Zelda. And finally he stops in front of Zelda and he presents the rose. And he says, yeah. Would you accept eternal damnation with me? Thank my darling. Bless me with your dark powers. He immediately like bite, <laughs> he like goes right for the neck. He bites his hand, holds it in front of you. He like he turns you literally in front of everybody. Scared and horny. <laughs> <laughs> Just horny. <laughs> oh, amazing! That was. I want your bite. Yay! Yay! It was amazing. <laughs> so much fun. I say this with the most affection that I possibly can to Rue Dickey. This is the dumbest game that I've played. <laughs> so and I loved every goddamn second of it. Yes. <laughs> this was incredible. Um, all right. So let's do a quick round of um, everyone go down the line and tell me... Um, if you would like to be found on the internet, where can people find you? Uh, we'll just go in the same order as we did before. So we'll start with Nicole. Yeah, you can find me on TikTok, making TikToks at Nicole Mackey. <laughs> Up next, our, our DJ Ace Tonita. Where can people find you? <laughs> they won't be able to find the DJ, but they can find Kai at at 21 
underscore yokai and instead of the o it's a zero at twitter x i don't like that name in anyone so and at discord uh my handle is clay c8 q l a c i a n t e it's hard to spell in a language that's not my own so <laughs> <laughs> yeah you can All find right. me there awesome Miss Zelda, eternal damnation of my life. Where can people find you? <laughs> I have been Candace Magnificent. You can find me on Twitter and Blue Sky at the Candace Marie, C A N D A C E. Uh, and you can find me at Candace Magnificent pretty much everywhere else. And Ghost, where can folks find you on the internet? Uh, well, on TikTok, if you want to see a bunch of videos from over a year ago and one video from two weeks ago, I am Sears Eyes, that's S-E-E-R-S dot E-Y-E, on Blue Sky and Discord and Twitch, I am Merlin the Ghost, so Merlin like the old wizard man, the, and Ghost, my name, <laughs> um, if you do look for me on Twitch, there will be nothing posted yet. So don't get your hopes up <laughs> yet. Yet. Um, and then, oh, what was the last one? What was the last one? Instagram. Instagram. Oh. I am at uh, ghostlyrose.co. So ghost, L-Y, rose like the flower, dot C-O. Awesome. And as always, if you were listening to this pod for the first time, you can find us on Twitter, Instagram, Blue Sky, and Facebook, all under the Queer XP, because I am fortunate in brand consistency. <laughs> that, that was not taken on any platform. <laughs> um, and then just a quick, the couple things that we have coming down the line for our pod, which I'm super excited about. Uh, so we have next, ep the next episode is actually going to be a uh, panel chat. So we're breaking, we're, we're switching it up. We're doing a panel chat where we're going to have some folks come and talk about go uh, conventions. Uh, conventions are big spaces where lots of people go and they connect and they network and they're great, but how do folks, especially marginalized folks, find community within those spaces? How do you chat with people in those spaces? How do you make sure you're feeling togetherness and all that when you're at some of those convention spaces? So we're going to talk about that since uh, PAX East will be coming up if you live in the New England area. Uh, I will also say really quickly, and I'll put this in all my episodes, if you are coming to PAX East, we are doing a panel. Uh, we have a panel on Sunday at 3.30 in the Bobcat Theater at PAX East. Uh, it is going to be, it is queering the table. Uh, LGBTQ plus experiences in tabletop gaming. We have some wonderful, wonderful panelists who you've heard all of them on our pod before. So please, if you are in the area, going to be at PAX East, come and find us. Uh, and then the other games we have coming up, end of February, beginning of March, we're doing a game called When the Sun Dies, which is a very uplifting game about the end of the world and what you do in the last final days of existence. Um, so that is, I'm excited to play that one. It's by a creator named Dare who is lovely and wonderful, and I'm excited to, to play their game. Um, and then the next two we have are Once More Onto the Stars, which is a Star Trek-inspired Powered by the Apocalypse type game. We're going to have the author, Lara, coming to play with us, so we're really excited for that. Uh, we're going to be running our episodes up through, I've got her scheduled out through May when we'll end our season, um, and I'm really excited for our big finale we're going to be doing. Um, I will, I've, I haven't told anyone, we'll, we'll do it now. I'll say it, I'll say it out loud. Ooh. So if I say it, I have to do it. <gasps> oh my so, goodness. Oh my God. Uh, actually, well, so Mackie is familiar with the game system we're going to run, which is Slasher Flick. 
So it is a horror style TTRPG game. Great game. The rules, if you oh play, if you play the game correctly, the rules are brutal. I almost yeah. never play the game correctly. So we are gonna do <laughs> Slasher Flick Gauntlet Edition. <gasps> we are gonna get a large cast of characters, and I am going to no holds barred take you through a horror movie until we get down to a final girl. Oh. I volunteer as tribute. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be messy. It is gonna be when chaos. When sign up start? <laughs> but this is gonna be our final, our finale episode that I'm gonna keep teasing out. Um, I've been oh sitting God. on it for a little bit, so. Oh my goodness! Everyone now knows. Um, yeah. But yeah. Anyways, thank you to all my guests. You all are lovely. Thank you for giving up some time to hang out with us and play this uh, weird, horny game. And hopefully, we haven't scared anybody away. And you all come back and play more with us. Thank so, you. Yeah. Yes. All right. We'll Absolutely. see you later. Amazing. And everyone yeah. have a good night. Bye.